All right, Advancers, it's been a minute. I am jumping back on. This is episode number 41 of the Always Advanced podcast. I wanted to switch things up. I'm sure my listeners on the podcast can't see, but I'm doing a live um, stream on my social media channel on Instagram, Always Advancing, the name of the, the Instagram page. And so... I just want to dive into today's episode covering uh, mental model, the flow model. And so this this is a, a part of my standalone episodes that I'm going to you know continue doing, which is covering mental models or mental strategies and um, mind biases as well. Uh, so two sides of the spectrum, the polarities there. And today we're covering the flow model. And I, I want, I'm hope, I'm hoping we can engage back and forth with anyone that that jumps on the live and has any questions during the um, the podcast, and and just bring some a little bit more excitement to these episodes. At least on my end, it's it's funner for me to go live and and for my my podcast listeners to kind of see behind the scenes and. It's an experiment, but I'm all about implementation. So let's go. So the flow model, uh, what makes us happy? And today I'm going to be covering, you know, obviously the diagram and the mental model, the flow model, but also um, we're covering both bases because the the idea is that when you can get into flow state, you can also that's also tapping into being happy. Um, so flow is is you know um, in nature, you fully immersion, full immersion into. Thanks for joining me, guys. I appreciate it. Um, this is a live podcast recording of my standalone episodes as well uh, for those just coming in. But um, so those two are going to be used interchangeably. So over 2000 years ago, Aristotle came to the unsurprising conclusion that what a person wants above all else is to be happy. I'm sure all of you guys would agree with that watching. In 1961, the American psychologist Mihai Chik Sent Mihai wrote, while happiness itself is sought for its own sake, every other goal, health, beauty, money, and power is valued only because we expect that it will make us happy. So he said that in his book, and I'm sure you guys can see this, uh, Flow. So this is a, a really good book to dive into to uh, understand the, the concept of flow state a little bit deeper. Um, after interviewing over a thousand people about what made them happy, he found that all the responses had five things in common. Uh, happiness or flow occurs when we are, one, intensely focused on an activity. Uh, two, that activity is of our own choosing. That is neither under-challenging nor over-challenging. And, uh, and that also has a clear objective and that receives immediate feedback as well. Um, so that's really important. So Chick, uh, Chick Misent Mihai uh, discovered that people who are in the flow um, not only feel a profound sense of satisfaction, they also lose track of time and forget themselves completely because they are so immersed in what they're doing. Musicians think musicians, think athletes, think actors, think doctors, um, artists describe how they're happiest when they're absorbed in often exhausting activities, um, totally contradicting the commonly held view that happiness has to do with relaxation or entertainment. Um, so in this diagram, and I'm going to have that in, on my social media page, always advancing, um, it has a, this diagram has two axes. So the model has two axes, the level of the challenge and the level of your abilities. On the graph, write down the last three challenges you have faced and have and how you felt about them. Um, so 
this is a, a great diagram, a great visual tool for you guys to use to start understanding what gets you guys in your flow state, um, which is really important. And I just want to take a an excerpt out of the book and just read it for you guys because I think it's important to really understand or get a, a better understanding. I know this is about a three to five minute episode, but um, this is straight from the book. So reading straight from the book. Um, and I begin in our studies, we found that every flow activity, whether it is involved competition, chance, or any other dimension of experience had this in common. It provided a sense of discovery, a creative feeling of transporting the person into a new reality. It pushed the person to higher levels of performance and led to previously under, um, undreamed of states of consciousness. In short, it transformed the self by making it more complex. In this growth of the self lies the key to flow activities. Um, and so I, I want you guys to really now take a journaling invitation. And so with the flow graph, with this tool um, that you guys have access to at any moment, um, I want you guys also to um, just extend a journaling invitation. I think reflection and I think journaling um, can be a spiritual practice, and it has it has really deeply impl impacted my life. Thanks for joining, guys. I appreciate your attention. Um, so let me, let me dive into um, the journaling invitations. Um, but before that, just to hit the point home today on this podcast, this live Instagram as well, um, I want I want you guys to understand the importance or how how deeply powerful the flow state can be. Um, and one thing that just came to mind was the McKinsey Institute did a 10-year study of some of the top executives in the country. And what they found was those executives that could get into flow state were five times more productive in that state than they were when they were out of it. So identifying and using this journaling invitation to identify your, you know, your prompts, what things uh, allow you to get into the stream of flow, so to speak, um, is going to be super important for you guys to, to become the most productive, the best versions of yourselves. And, you know, this podcast is deeply, deeply tied into always advancing is to become the best version of yourself. And I believe becoming a better person makes you a better leader. And so, um, one of the, the first questions I want to, to, to post to you guys and for you guys to use this in your own personal journal is recall a time in your past that you lost track of time. Recall a time in your past that you lost track of time. And now I, I want to give you a little pro tip on that. A time in where you were learning something, um, doing a specific task or solving a problem or something challenging, um, not a time that you were, you know, being entertained or relax or relaxing. Um, this is during active tasks. Okay. Uh, the next question, thanks for joining me. I appreciate you guys. If you have any questions today, we're covering the flow state. So don't be, feel free to ask me any question in, in the realm of flow, um, around the flow model of today's episode. Um, the next question is what are you, what are you passionate about? What are your passions? Um, really defining, really identifying where your passions lie, uh, what topics just just try to name off as many topics that you're passionate about. And the reason why is 
generally your your passions, what you're passionate about when you're learning about that that subject, you're you're teaching others about that subject, or you're engaging in a challenging activity around that subject, um, you will lose track of time and and it will get you into a flow state. And so um, that's a couple of questions for you guys to to write down. And again, journaling invitation, self reflection, um, you know, introspection. I, I believe is a, again a spiritual self inquiry is a spiritual practice. Um, it'll get, give you better self-awareness. Uh, it'll give you deeper self-awareness of self. Obviously it will, um, unveil self-deception in your life, uh, blind spots, your shadow traits. And so, um, that's going to be a, a big part of the, the future episodes, which is a lot of self-inquiry, a lot of journaling, but as always advancers, I appreciate your time. Thanks again for your awareness and make the rest of your day, the best of your day. Let's go.